We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association ND. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome everybody. It's me, Joe Pizzafia, and this is the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel, and I am your host, as always, and this is the last Tuesday morning of the regular season MLB DFS podcast with Todd Zola and I, and Todd, I don't know if you know this or not, but today is my birthday, and I can't think of a better way to spend it than with you here. One more time together, you and I, on a Tuesday morning. We've got a couple more podcasts left for baseball, a little bit more baseball left to go. But you and I, sir, this is our, our swan song as we head into the fall classic time. Wow. I thought, I thought you were going to bring up the Artola Cologne last game thing, but it's your, it's your birth. I guess no, your birthday. screw him. It's all about me. Uh, I guess you, I guess your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. <laughs> yes. Another year older. That's, that's all inching ever closer <clears throat> to 240. That's, uh, <laughs> that's where I am right now. Uh, but we still have baseball left. And Todd, it's funny. So wait, to two, you don't mean 240 pounds? No, no. Two oh, actual food. Two, yeah. the age of 40. Oh, okay. Well, I can. I mean, I, I can go on a binge <laughs> here. I've got time. Yeah. Um, trust me, you don't want to do that. I could do like a, like a De Niro me, thing I where I just, that. all right. I could do like a De Niro <laughs> thing where I say I'm doing it for a role, you know, yeah. or something like that. But I, yeah, I, don't I, know. I did it for a roll, a cinnamon roll. A, <laughs> sweet roll anyway oh god i love you todd zola i really do all right here we are tuesday morning we've been talking a lot about uh, already before we started the show about teams that are clinching uh teams that might be resting guys teams that are still fighting theoretically for things but just overall you know todd brings up a good point there about making sure you're double checking lineups don't think take things for granted you know, it might be a situation where you might have to wait a little longer before you start playing around and, t- and fooling around with lineups because things might be very fluid here as we hit the last week of the season, which also means there's opportunity for guys uh, to get a shot at uh, not only returning value in terms of low salary, but also some playing time there as well. So let's get to it. Top of the board, Chris Sale. Here we are one more time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Top what? of the board? 
top of the pitcher board. Um, how can you not talk about Bartolo Colon? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. My, you're, you're totally right. I'm, I couldn't be wrong. Speaking of t- pushing 240 more than once, Bartolo Colon uh, is $44. Now, uh, <laughs> he's, he's $44. Oh, um, is this them being cute here? Is that what's going on today? I didn't even he realize. Must, he must be 44 years old. And it well, must- right. And it must be that he's, it's the last game, you know, and, and the oddity he's, it's, he's pitching for the twins to clinch. This is true. This is the you guy. That, <laughs> I mean, is he a must start we, now for $44 because well, you can get everything you want or is just the trap it, of all it, traps? It's, it's, well, it's, that's exact. Well, it's, I mean, someone, yeah, there's a $444 contest. There's a $4.44 contest on, on, on FanDuel. It's just a way to people to say, just, it's like, what the heck? I'll, what's $4.44? I'm, I'm just going to, you know, put, put a, you know, a lineup with cologne and stack cores. But, you know, if, if 10,000 people do that, only what? You know, only a certain amount can actually win, right? So it's just another rake. And it's a great idea. I think it's, fant- it's, a, it's, a, nice, it's a nice ploy by FanDuel. They've done this sort of thing before with, uh, with, with, with uh, you know, cutesy sort of thing. And, you know, you know, our podcast talks about it. People talk about it. Word will get out. And, you know, they'll talk. They'll, they'll do it. <clears throat> but, yeah, you know what? I mean, <clears throat> If I'm if I'm doing one lineup and I'm just a, a cash game grinder or whatever, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall for the bait. But you know, listen, if I'm gonna have some fun, yeah, why not? I mean, that's what Fanduel you know wants a million people to say, yeah, why not? You know, right? Um, well, I think there should be more. Yeah, why not in daily fantasy? Because yeah. I think fantasy sports is supposed to be fun, and I think sometimes with the daily game, folks get frustrated, especially in baseball with the failure rate being so high. Right. Right. That you know they get frustrated right away, and well, these were really good plays, and this all made sense, but it didn't happen. But that's just because that's the nature of the beast, as opposed to the NFL, which has a and NBA especially, which has a lot more predictability factors in it but the only thing we can predict is pitching a little bit more so right. than others and chris sale robbie ray top of the board here i know robbie ray has had a, a terrific second half has really mm. you know come on as an ace i understand his numbers aren't as good at home as they have been on the road all year i understand the giants are not a team that strikes out so is all of that a good enough reason to go 900 dollars more for chris sale or are you dropping below these guys and maybe going with a guy like a geo gonzalez against Philly, who, you know, I kept waiting for the bottom to drop out all year of Geo, and it just never did. Yeah, we can talk all, you know, one about that. You know, we've been following Geo. He, he's had, I, I, haven't, I have to look it up. I think he's had the softest schedule in the second half because every week I think he's going to fall off and he's playing Philly or he's playing Atlanta. And, I, you know, he just hasn't matched up against one of the better teams. It's just at least uh, narratively or anecdotally, that's what it seems like. Yeah, I'm going to drop, you know, you know, we can, we, you know, we can make a case for any pitcher. But it, my, I want Sale over Ray. Uh, Sale still pitching for something. That's something being the division for the Red Sox. And, well, not so much Andor. But this is his last, to me anyway, it's his last full start before the weekend where they'll, you know, they may give him three innings of token work. And I, I, I think he's still pitching for the Cy Young. I think he showed last time he's still in the Cy Young race. And that's not over yet. And there, you know, recency bias, a couple of good st- uh, starts to end the season. He's still in that picture. So yeah, I won't sail over Toronto. I also think he, I think he's pitching just to show that you know he there isn't a September fade. He still can pitch. So uh, definitely there. I uh, you know what about Alex Wood at ninety four hundred yeah. against San Diego? I know the the chalk's going to tell you San Diego is going to you know give him at least six to eight strikeouts. I would imagine in that range, it's pretty easily. And all he has to do is go six innings for that. What do you think about that I one? I don't know that I see six innings. I know that it's a little early in the week to. Uh, you know, to, to to worry about the playoff starts and whatever, but I don't think they're going to extend him. 
And, uh, and San Diego's actually been a little bit pesky in September. So, I mean, I can see it at GPP because the upside's there, but I'm not touching it in cash. Uh, Carlos, I'd rather, you know, give me, give me Carlos. And I know both the, uh, I know both, uh, well, St. Louis is playing for the wild card. Chicago's playing the Quincy division. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take Seamart over, uh, Wood against the Cubs for my, uh, my, my, uh, tournament, my GPP dart if I want to do that. All right. Is there anybody else, uh, tournament wise that's uh, floating your boat? I mean, Arietta's a little cheap. I know it's against St. Louis. But he's a little cheap here on this board, uh, I would think, than the normal, a couple hundred dollars less. I know Paxson just came back from injury last week, and, you know, we were talking about, you know, him. And, look, he's got Mengden over there and his glorious mustache, and I don't know if Paxson's ready to go six innings right now. I think that's another one where maybe it's a dart throw. Jay Happ's a guy that's had some good games. Again, if you want to be contrarian, it's against Sale. I think that's a tough one. But the last week we were recommending him on the podcast, I think it was Friday he was pitching, and, you know, here we are again where he keeps returning, you know, 35-plus points last couple times out. And, you know, that might be a way to separate yourself perhaps because the ownership would be so low on half, I imagine. Yeah, I, even so, I still I don't think it's in a good spot. I think I, even I get Mookie's hurt, uh, Eduardo Nunez is hurt, but the Red Sox are still playing uh, all out. I don't, I don't like – I mean – I don't like that as a contrarian argument. I, I want to have a. I want to think he'll pitch well as opposed to some of these other things. For instance, I mean, I'll, it, you know, man, I can't believe I'm about to say this, and I'll, you know, probably get kicked off the podcast till next year for saying this. Well, you I think know. either way, you know, you and I are kicked off the podcast <laughs> for this till next year. Well, look, I'm still doing football, but you and you I are looking at yet. next you year. You haven't heard right? my pick yet. I may be jeopardizing <clears throat> next year. Just tell me um, it's Deck McGuire because it's my no, favorite name ever. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's uh, it's Annabelle Sanchez. Okay. Explain yourself. Fan? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Take your headphones off and go to, go to timeout. He's got like 20 strikeouts the last couple of games. No, he does. He does. And 19 over the royal... last 12 and just four walks. You're right. Yeah. I mean, he's at, he's on a little bit of a roll. Pitchers on a roll tend to stay in a roll. Uh, research shows that. I mean, the Royals are, are the Royals not... have not been good here. The Royals have really right. kind of closed up shop over the last couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. I don't like to say that sort of thing, but they, uh, not, they're not even using their – it's not even like they're using their – second stringers or anything like that they just they just haven't done it so yeah i mean if you want to go really goofy uh sanchez i mean I, sanchez has two starts this week i was telling people and, and and you know he's he's a guy who wanted to stream this week if you were really desperate for uh for starts and seasonal but yeah that's that's kind of my uh what is zola thinking you know or you know what the other one would be blake snell um i know aaron judge is is trying to catch barry bond uh bond, barry bonds um he, well, McGuire here he yeah, went past yeah. McGuire. Right. So my 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 you know my my joke being you know he's you know he he may be, he oh may, you all bonds for the rest of the yeah. season. Got yeah. Well, it. the other thing, yeah, Got the it. other thing to consider with the Red Sox is uh, Ben Intendi needs about thirty two homers this week to catch uh, <laughs> catch Judge. So, um, but he's a lefty on lefty tonight, uh, so it's going to be tough. But, is yeah. Judge the biggest surprise for you this season overall? No, no, no. I don't think that. I mean the I mean no. Did anybody write down fifty? No. I mean I, I, some people are out there saying they did. And you know what? I mean, it's, to me, you know, what's a bold prediction? Well, first of all, that's an oxymoron. If it's bold, it's not a prediction. Um, but you know, it was is it out of the realm that Judge could hit fifty? No. Did we expect it? Hell, heck no. But um, so it's not. It's well, not I can make an unbold prediction. Like I could say that I know every Tuesday you're gonna make a corny joke on the podcast. That's not bold. I'm not. I'm not stretching myself. Yeah, I the love bold, them anyway. The bold prediction is it'll be funny. That that would be the bold prediction. Yeah. See, no, I, I, listen, I'm the numbers guy. And don't call just, me a moron on the podcast yeah. either. You know I don't like when you do that. 
No, I just, to me, it's just, uh, I just, I don't, I always, whenever people come up bold predictions, I consider, that's just a synonym for wild guess. Uh, <laughs> that's, it really is. That really, I like. I like that. Well, let's let's talk anyway. on the other side of that Blake Snell matchup here as yeah. we're talking Yankees. We'll talk about Sanchez, who's 3,500. Now, I kind of say just 3,500 here because the top of the board, guys like Real Muto, there's a couple other guys ahead of him price-wise. And Sanchez, we all know the power there, probably right. a catcher, the most dependable power we've seen from anybody all year. Yeah. Uh, for a couple hundred hours less is Perez, but he's done nothing in, this, in the last month or so since he returned from injury. Only, you know, he Luke, only does things when you pick him. <clears throat> well, this is true. Well, I was picking him for, I mean, he was my go-to catcher for the <laughs> entire season. And then he had right. the injury, and the first, couple, the first week or so back, he was really price suppressed, and I was using him still too. And then it's just been crickets. And like, I, I think he's just a guy that wears down too. But I think whatever it is, maybe he's just not going to be a hundred percent the rest of right. the year. Right. And now it doesn't matter. So Luke Croy, Colorado. If you're going to pay off for a catcher, would you rather go Luke Croy in Colorado or the Yankees at home with Sanchez? I'm not paying anything for Luke Croy. Uh, I'd rather go Rio Muto with uh, against Tyler Anderson on the other, you know, in the other, in the other side of the Colorado game. Yeah, I got Sanchez. You know, Sanchez is, is highlighted. You know, you know, make sure he's in there. But yeah, Sanchez is the guy that I want. As 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 far as in my Bartolo Colon lineup, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at Sanchez. Just yeah, because, I agree. I well, mean, I think we should highlight that too. If you're going to do a Colon lineup, <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. Like let's know, let's not know, just pay up for the most expensive guy. Let's pay know, up for the best I know, guy. I know. And I the biggest exactly. trap with the Bartolo thing is going to be people who are trying to max. The, the here's the trap. The trap with Bartolo. It's not Bartolo. It's everybody paying up to the biggest name on the board. And not necessarily paying attention to it's okay to leave thousands of dollars as long as you have a really solid lineup. Twenty nine hundred dollar right. Travis Darno, another guy who over the last week is really starting to heat up. Uh, price wise, obviously a big savings from the rest. You can continue to go down this list and find some other guys too. Because it's the end of the season, there's going to be some names as you pointed out to us last few weeks that'll pop up there, and you'll be able to you know find a spot. I mean, even a guy like Alex Avila, if he should be in the lineup, which I, I doubt today, but. 2400 for him um you know you can find catcher pretty easy you could even yeah, go well, all the way down to i mean i'm trying to think of some of the guys lately that well have steven, been in that. steven vote against your buddy Declan well Maguire. and uh, vote was a guy who was you know just hitting six i think the other night i saw right you know right um now something else to consider we, we kind of mentioned uh alluded to the yankees um there was i know it wasn't a late switch but you know it was later than it was you know we know it now but I don't think they knew it at the time of the pricing when uh, Luis Severino was pushed uh, up a day with Jordan Montgomery now starting. Anytime that a, you know, that a, uh, the other handed pitcher comes in for the other guy and he's less of a pitcher, it's a huge opportunity to find hitters. In other words, you know, for the, the, when he would be Russell Martin, Russell Martin was originally priced against Severino. Now he's priced against, you know, with the platoon edge against Montgomery. So, you know, 2,900, maybe, maybe it wasn't adjusted. I don't know. Cause that's kind of high, but um, the, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be look, checking out the blue Jay, the right-handed blue Jays as I go through this, <clears throat> excuse me, cause they should have an advantage if they were originally priced for Severino. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, and, and make that note too. <clears throat> you, could, you do that all week long because as as teams clinch, they're going to readjust their rotations for the wild card or for right. the, or, or, or whatever. So, you know, teams are going to be bumping pitchers. Always check to see if the, uh, if the handedness is different. And especially if the new guy is just less of a pitcher regardless than the first guy. Mm -hmm. 
All right, let's uh, go over to first base here. Unfortunately, Matt Olson's going to miss the rest of the year with a hamstring issue, but he's been a nice little return on investment, even though he's gotten up to the 4K range in the last couple of weeks. But a uh, great, you know, August into September for him. <clears throat> Justin Bohr is actually the top of this board in Colorado. We got Goldschmidt at 44, Encarnacion at 43. Uh, and then, of course, to round out the 4K guys, you got Myers, Votto, and Rizzo. Myers, I would absolutely stay away from against Wood. I don't see that at all. Votto always has appeal to me because of the OVP is always so strong. I just feel like even on a bad day, he returns investment value. Yeah, he's the cash play. He's the cash play. He's the cash play. But, I mean, it's a tough cash play. It, I mean, it's not a cash sale play. You can't really justify those two guys. I think that's going to be yeah. real hard. So where do you go? Who is a safe guy under 4K for you? <clears throat> I know Hoskins has got Geo today. That's another 4K guy too. But is there somebody that you can go underneath here and feel good about return at first base? Uh, and still be able to go up to the board for a guy like Sale? Uh, maybe an Adam leaned at 32 against <laughs> Jake Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not, not against that move at all. Uh, I want to know where C.J. Crown sitting in the lineup. I know it's righty on righty, but Chris Volstead, that was another late switch. Although when you go from Carson Fulmer to Chris <laughs> Volstead, I didn't really bother updating my rankings for the day, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> you know, kinda, kinda, I support kinda, that message. I can yeah, tell you that right now. Kind of you know, the same sort of thing. You know, Carlos Santana is against Bartolo at 32. Um, if, if, there, if you want a cash game play. I know Santana bumps anywhere from first to sixth in the lineup. You know, that's going to be the Bartolo lineup that wins. The one that's got Bartolo <laughs> and all the Indians in it. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly – that's that's. So yeah, I'm calling that right now. It's Bartolo and all the Indians where he just has, like, a 12-point game and the Indians rock him. It could. <laughs> right? it, it very well could. Um, uh, you mentioned Justin Bohr. You know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't like the lefty-on-lefty, lefty, even though it's Colorado. No, and so, uh, yeah. Duda's got a lefty-on-lefty lefty matchup, too, that isn't great. You got Yonder Alonso at 21 – uh, Ryan yeah. Healy was a little bit cheaper too. Both those guys going against Paxson, who I, I can't imagine Paxson going too long into this game. So maybe those are two guys too. You can get yeah. some middle True. relief uh, at bats, and that's certainly a good thing. All right, other side of this diamond, you got Nolan Arenado at almost 5K. He's 4,800. My goodness. Chris Bryant, 44. Todd Frazier, 38. Dietrich, 38. Rendon, 37. You know, Rendon to me is one of these guys. I've just been on this Rendon wagon for the last month or so where he's just a very solid return. He's a very good three times value guy where he doesn't have to go off. He's had some of those games where he's had 25 or, you know, even some of the even bigger games he's had this season. But for the most part, where Rendon is in that lineup, you know he's a steady RBI producer. You know he's got some speed. He's got some power. And and to me, I think that very solid, you know, not going to kill you investment. Yeah, Thompson's shown flashes of mediocrity, but he's still Jake Thompson. So, yeah, I don't, you know, don't Flashes of mediocrity. I like that. What do you think of Machado on the road at Pittsburgh against Thompson today? Uh, Like it, don't love it. It's a hard park to hit homers in. I know Machado, you know, people hitting him anywhere. But I don't know. When you get a a Travis Shaw at 34, one thing it's so hard to do, you know, some of these guys like Shaw that are nicked up occasionally, I always have, you know, check, is he he in there? I'm pretty sure he'll be in there, but it's not 100% definite. Um, uh, if you want to save some money, if you're not, if you're fading, if you're fading Cologne, uh, I don't know if this is a cash play, but Louis Valbueno against Volstead at 2,900 is, uh, is, is something I'm looking at. What about a Jerko tonight? Uh, 2,600 against Arietta. I'm a Jerko every night. You're a Jerko. Well, that's why I love you, Todd. But yeah, what yeah. about Jed Jerko tonight at 2,600 Arietta? I know Arietta is tough, but still, you know, Jerko, I don't, I, Jerko's not one of these guys that I'm afraid to throw against a, a higher end pitcher. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of had a, a rather a rather quiet season, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, um, like it, don't love it. Uh, St. Louis is still they're they're pretty much out of the well, not pretty much they're out of the division now, but they still they're they're behind Milwaukee, who's behind Colorado for the wild card. So sometimes, you know, like we say, if you're two games out, it's, you're within reach. But if if there's another team in between you, now you're counting on two teams to to, to fall, not just one. So it's a little bit more of a road to hoe. All uh, right. Second base, D Gordon, 4,500 at Colorado. I just said road to hoe. Yeah, uh, well, that's, that's acceptable. To, no, it's road to hoe. For, for all intensive purposes. No, that's my favorite I messed, one. I messed up. <laughs> intensive purposes is my favorite. That's actually the name of my band, <laughs> Intensive Purposes. Good job. You like it's better, that? It's better than Road to Hoe. <laughs> well, we're opening for Road to Hoe, actually. <laughs> there you go. On next Saturday. Uh, D. Gordon, 4,500 at Colorado. Jose Ramirez, who's coming, you know, finishing up a, just a tremendous season, I think certainly in play at 44. Yeah. Uh, Dozier, 43, had a good second half as well. Uh, Whit Merrifield is going against your stud of all studs, uh, Annabelle Sanchez. You know, but still, I think of all the Royals, I think the one at this point I feel kind of the best about. Uh, And then, look, let's continue to go down here and let's find some other guys. Daniel Murphy, I think, is certainly in play at 34. Uh, Neil Walker, another guy, 33, I think, quietly in play. What are your thoughts on Scope? The prices seem to really kind of fade from him. I know Scope was a red hot there for a stretch, but I'm looking at a 3K guy who – has 32 home runs and hitting 300 on the year with a hundred RBI. I think that is a lock and load for me. Yeah. Again, you, you get the park scenario going on there with a huge park downgrade to, uh, to PNC. But three K I'll take the park well, grade for yeah, the talent. You, well, you still got to hit the, you still got to, you still got to be able to hit the ball out. The thing about it is I don't, there's not a ton at second base that I like tonight. So I can absolutely see that for a, uh, for a tournament, for tournament, especially if you're, you know, if you're going to go, you know, would you know? I mean, sales obvious, but if you're gonna if you're gonna go someone high priced for a tournament, I can see going to scope. I mean, you, because you, everybody under that, I think, has warts. You know, Drury's inconsistent. Yeah, uh, Castro's is up and down. Panic is you know no ceiling. You know, everybody. Yeah, uh, second base is kind of odd tonight. Yeah, second base is very odd today. So you could go five hundred dollars more and try to get like the Murphy Cano discount situation. Actually, where's uh, where's Deephead? Where's Pedroia? Because with Nunez out, he's probably gonna be in there. Why don't even? Pedroia's have- a twenty nine hundred. He's right yeah. under him, and I, I'm taking scope with the power potential way over. Yeah, Pedroia's. Yeah, Pedroia's your uh, your cash play at that point. Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't know Cano against Mengden. I don't mind that one at it's all. Not terrible. Some, yeah, for some power, I like it better than scope. To be honest, I just I don't see two homers out of scope in Pittsburgh. That's all. Well, I'm I'll, I'll take the risk. I'm on the I'm on the lock and load on him. All right, shortstop right. Francisco Lindor, forty four hundred. Trey Turner, forty two. Jose Reyes has gone all the way up to forty two, which is funny because I feel like just a couple of weeks ago we were talking about, hey, here's a twenty seven hundred dollar player who could really give you some return, who's been good, but at forty two, no, thank you, not with the well, Mets the, offense. Well, the only thing about it is, um, even though I keep saying this that you can steal off of Dickey. He's not. He's actually pretty decent for a knuckleballer controlling the running game. And Reyes is doing a little bit of running. So there, he is, but I, there's there's a that Met of, offense does not do enough to justify a forty-two hundred dollars salary for Reyes. Well, well, the steals help a bit, but um, yeah, but it, you know, again, it, it's Dicky, which you know, you know, even you know, bad hitters can get good against Dicky. On the end, he's had a pretty good second half too. But no, I'm not going there. I just sort of, I, I kind of see what the number. I kind of see what the price is. But I'm, you know, to me. 
that that would have been a guy to tease. If I was Fanduel, I want to let's tease him. Let's make him thirty-seven. Right, yeah. thirty-seven. I'm that's a key, I'm yeah. thinking about forty-two, yeah. especially on a night tonight where you got guys like Ray and Martinez and yeah, yeah, Sale. Yeah. You got even even some of the GPP arms who are going to be in that eight yeah. to nine K range. You can't justify. It. I still well, the say Gio's price. the safest one on the board across. Yeah, you got the everything. same price of Trey Turner against Thompson, of course. Mm-hmm. You can go Turner. Um, what about Correa against Hamill? Well, that was my next question: Is you got Correa at thirty-four against Hamill's or Cozart at thirty-six in Milwaukee? And I don't know about you, but Correa, we've been having this conversation. He's been in this price point now for a month, and I still feel like he hasn't broken out. And now we're at the end of the season. I'm just, I think I feel better about Cozart than I do Correa. Or even Bogarts against Hap at thirty. Or even Bogarts against Happy. Yeah, I think that's, that's another yeah. one. I, actually, that's the kind of one I like. I mean, I'm not married to platoon platoon advantages, but I, I, you know, I do give Davies the advantage. Well, look, and thirty-two hundred dollar Andrews too. Screw the rest of them. Give me, you know, even more savings. I'll go down there. I'll go Paul DeJong. I mean, that's another guy. I understand yeah. Arietta's good, but I don't think Arietta's unbeatable. He's not a name at this point. That although he's a very good pitcher, he's been strong. The strikeouts are there. He is not a guy that I'm like, oh, well, can't, you know, it's not like tonight, well, you got sale, so I'm not going to go with anybody in Toronto. It's, it's not that kind of fear. No. Uh, Corey no. Seager at 26, is that a guy that, you know, enters into it? It is a lefty righty matchup, so it's not I a lefty. I want to make sure he's playing. Uh, he has been nicked up in LA at this point. Although, as we talked about off air, uh, they're actually competing with Cleveland for best overall record. I don't know how much that means at this point. I think it means more to both teams so just to get lined up for their rotations and just to get guys healthy, et cetera. But, um, yeah, I think I think they want to get Seager right. So they are going to give him at-bats this week, but I don't think they're going to take too many chances. That could be a, that could be a two at-bats and, and get him out of there sort of thing too. All right, over 2.5 million players have won cash prizes playing on FanDuel. To take advantage of our special offer for new users, sign up today at FanDuel.com slash RotoWire. You'll get a free six-month RotoWire subscription plus a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than $1 million in cash prizes with your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash RotoWire, void where prohibited. All right, on to the outfield. Wait, Stop. I need to, che- I, I have oh, to check to see if I won a million on FanDuel. Oh, oh no. Nope. I didn't. Jeez. I didn't win a million others. So, okay, I'll tell you what. There's not a lot of people I'll honestly say this about, but if you won a million dollars, I would be all just joy. <laughs> I really would. Talk I, about. Yeah, they, they talk about what, whatever what projection. Um, what do we call them? Uh, bold predictions. You know, you know why? Because I know, <laughs> I know you. I feel like we've spent enough time together now over the last couple of years that, that there's a part of you that would probably just go right back to the next day <laughs> of of going doing. Maybe you take like a day off from the staff. I, I, would need a, I would need a day off to to pay off all my old debts. And then That's I get right. back, then I get back to work the next day. Well, time. just like a Lannister, Azola always pays his <laughs> debts. I know that. All right. Well, Giancarlo Stanton, top of the board, 52 yeah. uh, in Colorado. Now here's now here's the thing. Stanton is probably the lock with Cologne, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, Stanton yeah, in Colorado, yeah. 52. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so every yeah. lineup that has Cologne is probably going to have Stanton in it. Right. <laughs> now, now, so, yeah. So if you really do want to take down the Cologne GPP, you fade Stanton, right? Is that what we're, is that where we're going? Well, uh, that's that's the question I'm asking. I don't know if that's yeah. possible. See, here's the thing: like chalk isn't wrong. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? would, I, would I do then? You know, honestly, would I do then? If I want to take down the Cologne lineup, I fade Stanton, but I put Stanton in my Sanchez lineup. Well, that? that would thing that was where I was going next. I said Sanchez is actually you can actually <laughs> use him in Cologne and uh, Stanton together with Sanchez, and I think that's more appealing yeah. than everybody who's going to go up to the top automatically because Cologne, I think, is going to drag down Stanton. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm telling. I mean, 
we, you know, we, you know, let's, I don't want to get into the, you know, should there be an asterisk, whatever, but what Stanton has done this season is, uh, is kind of incredible. You know, what, what's really, you know, I don't want, I'm a Boston guy, yada, 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 but I did see a stat. Um, he's, you know, Jim Rice had like a 406 total base season. Stanton's at like 369. Mm-hmm. So just think about, you know, think about just, I mean, it's just more of uh wow, as good as, you know, it's just kind of that, how impressive. Oh, Rice had a window there in the early 80s where he was just yeah. late 70s, early 80s. And, and actually Blackman, Charlie Blackman has more total bases than Stanton. It doesn't mean much. It's just one of those. It, well, no, it I, doesn't mean much. I think part of the total base problem is the fact that <clears throat> where he plays and also who he plays with surrounding yeah, wise too. It's just, to me, it's, it's also just. There's no doubt if Blackman and Stanton switch places that Stanton would have more total bases in my mind. Yeah, no, I I agree. agree. But it's it's the last week of the season, and I'm not updating my projections on a daily basis anymore, so I have to entertain myself somehow. Well, that's good. I just kind of, you know, read over Twitter. In case you're interested in Charlie Blackman, by the way, he's (laughs) 4,800. Judge is 49. See that? See what I did there? (laughs) All right, let's continue to go down Um, here. That's what I'm going to miss most of the segue. No. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you know, I mean, J.D. Martinez, you mentioned J.D. Martinez against uh, – if you're – yeah, if you're doing the Cologne lineup, you, when you start to get the outfielders, you may want to do two just because you're going to want to – you can't find just three outfielders you want to get in there. Trouty Volstead, um, you know, uh, Harper's not probably playing, but, you know, we alluded to, you know, judge against Snell. You know, I think we're, I think we're uh, platoon-proof with judge at this point, same with Stanton, but still you're going to like him against the lefty there. All right, Nelson Cruz, 42, Chris Davis, 43, some power there in that – uh, low 4K range. Uh, I can't believe Ian Desmond is 4K with the season he's been having. I don't care if it's a Colorado. <clears throat> That's just ridiculous. Uh, let's continue to go down this board, though. Uh, you do have Ryan Braun at home. You got AJ Pollock at home, David Peralta at home, all in that three, you know, 38 high, 38 low, you know, 4K range. And then I want to talk about Domingo Santana, who yep. we talk about unheralded seasons. You know, he's got McGuire tonight, young kid. I mean, last week the guy was just on fire. He's going to finish probably somewhere around, you know, 30-80 with a, maybe a two seventy five batting average. And with the stolen bases that he's had too, you want to mention a guy still stealing bases, still hitting for power. I think Domingo Santana is my favorite outfielder tonight. And going into next year, I think he's a guy that he's going to be more in 4K range than 37. I think he's ready to make that next step. Yeah, we might as well rename sleeper list for next year, Santana lists. I hope so. He's already at the top. I mean, I, it's so cliche. He's going to be so underrated, he's overrated. Yes. <laughs> you know I, what? I yeah, actually, he will. I, I may have actually made that up, but I hate that expression. No, I'm going to uh, give it to you anyway because I love it. <laughs> I don't think I did, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the point being, absolutely. We talk about a guy like, uh, you know, Whit Merrifield doing the you know power-speed combo, a little more speed than power there. But still, yeah, Santana, and, and uh, you know, he's got the job. You know, they've, they've been playing musical center fielders all season long. Uh, you're going to figure Santana's in the corner, and he's just playing. Nobody put Santana in the corner. Nobody. Mitch Hanniger, <laughs> 33. Let's talk a little about Mitch Hanniger, a guy who had a torrid April. Then, unfortunately, injuries kind of, you know, hindered him the rest of the season. But a little bit of a surge here of late, and the price has not really caught up to him. I love Hanniger. In fact, the more we talk about it, I'm wondering – if Cruz Cano, Hanniger, that kind of situation, get a couple of pairings of those guys or maybe even a full stack if you do a multi-entry right. might be worth exploring because they're all very cheap. There's going to be middle relief in that game for sure. Yeah. Know, the ballpark factor is not the best, but not an impossible one either. Let's go down this board. Who are some of your favorite low three outfielders that you got? Is it a guy um, like a Puig? Is it a, you know, uh, 
trying to go down here and continue to look and well, see yeah, if there's somebody. Expect, a guy that we did sort of hit on a lot, and you mentioned that like low, right below 4,000. I'm into Eddie Rosario tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Twins do still have something to play for. Sort of the, so do the, so do the Indians. But if you're playing the Indians, you want Josh Tomlin to be there on, on the mound. You don't want one of those other guys. So I don't mind Rosario at all. Um, has to be in there. He's been playing a little more lately, but Matt Adams at 24. Yeah, he, that was another one popped up. He's in play. Uh, even though he's going against Inabel Sanchez, uh, uh, Brandon Moss at 26 is in play. Um, Brett Phillips is the, 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 the present-day center fielder of Milwaukee. The 29 against uh, against McGuire. I don't think you can ignore that. Yeah, Piscotti's uh, been very cheap, too. He's guys yeah. been floating around that 21 to 23 range. I've been yeah. using him in some lineups as a cost savings. Yeah. Uh, again, no, it's Arietta, Not a big deal. Uh, to me, It's Arietta's great, but you know, it's doable. You know, when you're looking for yeah. salary relief and you're trying to get sale into a lineup, I think that's the only way. And of course, then you got the, you know, Adam Duvall at 22, which I still trying to figure out why he's so damn cheap. I understand, you know, I understand sometimes he's all or nothing, but in GPP, that's exactly what you want. So yeah, it's, it's a parallel a park to where he normally plays nothing going on there. Uh, Tyler Naquin's been out of the lineup. The uh, Indians are playing musical outfielders. He has been in there leading off again, you know, against, again, against Bartolo. That wouldn't be the worst play in the world. Uh, again, you know, we're looking a little bit higher price at this point. Nick Marcakis against Montero at 29. So there, there's, there, as always, there's a lot in the outfield, you know, because half the guys we just mentioned probably aren't going to play because that's just, <laughs> that's just the nature of the beast as it is. Yeah, I agree. Season, I agree. All right, check your lineups. Make sure you got everything going. And I'm promising because it's my birthday, I'm going to throw a dollar into a tournament with Annabelle Sanchez just because Todd Zola said so. So I'm telling everybody right now, I'm in. I know it's big-time action. That's, that's, that's how confident I am in Sanchez. It's only going to be a dollar. But for good measure, I want some action tonight on Annabelle Sanchez on my birthday. So follow him on Twitter, at Todd Zola. You can follow me, at Joe Pizapia17. Todd, I'll miss our talks, but I'm sure we'll continue to talk more in the offseason on all the different shows and podcasts and whatnot as well. So have a, have a happy rest of your daily baseball season. And, of course, uh, have a great and uh, fun football season as well, Todd. This has been fun. And everybody out there tonight, have a great night of Daily Fantasy.